0: Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you and praise you for this day when we can remember our mothers who bore us, nurtured us to make the people we are today. Help us to follow the example of your mother as we learn about her and her lifestyle. Give us grace to live by your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen here we are again celebrating mothering sunday or mother's day however we know this a very happy mother's day to all mothers who will be receiving flowers gifts or breakfast in bed we know this day is celebrated in many countries at different times of the year we have realized that along our mothers we need to thank god For all those who have cared for us in the families over the years, our grandparents, aunties, uncles, fathers, foster parents, and social services, carers who provide motherly love and care to many children. Our gospel reminds us that caring and loving in this way is a sacrifice of self-giving. Our vocation, which does not mean just doing the job, but one which can often involve experiencing the deepest of pain, sometimes because that care is rejected by those we love, sometimes because the hurt is done to those we love and care for. This morning, we will learn about Mary and Simeon's thoughts about the life of Jesus. Mary understood that pain at the death of her son. She bore in her the pain of the cross. She felt the nails being hammered into the wrist of her son. She agonized as she watched him die the most painful of deaths. She had to release her child into God's eternal care long before his time. And as those things happened, I am sure she will have felt a mixture of all emotions a mother can feel anger guilt shame and deep aching loss like any mother her grief was unbearable mary also understood the joy of motherhood she watched her precious child grow to be a wonderful man she felt the joy of being part of the making of this special son. Mothers today face all these emotions. Today we stand with them, pray for them, and celebrate their self-giving love. We need to pledge ourselves again for another year to work for the stability of family life, to help those who find the burden of caring too difficult. We see the burden of care carried by so few for so many children. We see children struggling for lack of food, their carers working night and day to bring in only just enough for survival. We see schools and their staff carrying an incredible burden as so as to keep our society working. We come to our reading, Luke 2 thirty three to thirty five These verses are, are followed by various incidents that followed the birth of Jesus. First, we read the mention of circumcision which happened eight days after his birth. Then Luke describes two incidents in the temple just over a month later, involving Mary and Joseph and the baby. Jesus when two individuals called Simeon and Anna responded to their being there. Mary and Joseph had come there with double purpose in view. The religious ritual required that a mother had to offer a sacrifice for her purification after 40 days of giving birth. Usually, the parents had to offer a lamb and a pigeon, Mary and Joseph were too poor to offer a lamb and offered two pigeons instead, which is an indication that the visit of the wise men had not happened yet. Otherwise, Mary and Joseph would have had gold with which to purchase a lamb. Secondly, they were required to offer their firstborn to the Lord and did so by offering a sacrifice in his place. The point behind this detail was that God claimed Mary's firstborn son, Jesus, as his in a special way, and she had to purchase her son by offering a sacrifice. This seemed a moment of great significance in their family life. Another incident we find in these verses is the action of Simeon. Simeon could have been a priest, but for sure he was a prophet who received a message from God, including a personal one, that he would see the Messiah. We are not sure whether it was customary to bless a child that is circumcised and then to bless the parents. That's what Simeon did, and we see his blessing of Jesus was an expression of gratitude to God. The words of Simeon about Jesus reveal that he would bring salvation to the world. These words could have been puzzling for Mary and Joseph, even though the angel had revealed some of the things about Jesus. They also had a personal encounter with the shepherds about what had happened to them. Perhaps they wondered how Jesus would bring this great salvation Described by Simeon. The question we can ask ourselves is, Are we full of wonder at the person of Jesus? I think we need to imitate Mary and Joseph. We can understand the position of Mary and Joseph's wonder when they did not see anything coming to pass yet. Shouldn't we have every reason to wonder? when we have the written word to prove the words and works of Jesus, his death and victorious resurrection, and the gift of the Holy Spirit to guide and to lead the paths of righteousness. The second question is how Simeon knew that Jesus was appointed by God to be the savior of the world. Possibly he received the information there and then, Perhaps he was guided in a special way to say what he said without any preparation. Simeon was led to think about what the Old Testament had said about Messiah and summarize the message to Mary that her soul will be pierced in a special way. The third detail that Simeon mentions is that the coming of Jesus will make clear what is in the hearts of people meaning what they had thought about jesus would come out people will be either for him or against him we can work out that what was true back then is still true today let's look at look into mary's personal experience in all this story of birth of a son in the thoughts of Simeon, when he says a large sword will pierce her heart. Simeon addresses her individually and mentions a very difficult experience she would yet have. There are different suggestions to explain this verse, that she would be under attack by an enemy, and that could have been the world. Or the flesh, or the devil. On the second hand, on the other hand, the sword will have come from God, in His providence, identifying with Jesus, leading to crucifixion. The allegation of being immoral—that she was pregnant before she and Joseph was married—would have been a very sore wound in her soul, because she knew it was not true, and she may have wondered if it affected how people thought of Jesus. The second is that she would be upset and distraught for the ongoing rejection of Jesus by the community. Maybe that's why she tried at times to get him to come home to Nazareth. The third suggestion is that Simeon is describing What happened to her when she witnessed the death of Jesus on the cross? It would have been the destruction of all her hopes. In addition, there would have been ongoing temptation from the devil about whether or not Jesus was the Savior. A fourth suggestion is that Simeon is referring to her martyrdom although we do not find any such evidence in the scriptures. So what do we learn from Mary's life? We can learn several things from Mary's experience. First, she needed a savior as well as us, because this ritual of purification was a reminder that she was a sinner and that she needed deliverance from her sins. Second, being the recipient of the great privilege of being the mother of the Savior does not allow God's people to ignore the requirements given by the law. Mary had to still obey the law. Third, living a devout life from one's youth does not mean that we will have easy life. For God may bring us into circumstances where it seems impossible that he would keep his promises, such as he did for Mary when Jesus died on the cross. What would Mary say to us today? She might say, You say to me, what a wonderful blessing I had in being the mother of Jesus. That was true. But it did not exempt me from problems that all believers have with God, devil, and with personal faith. What you need to do is persevere. Because if you persevere, you will get to the point which I have reached and see that God works in all things for the good of those who trust in Him. So may God Almighty bless all mothers. And give us all grace to live by his word, to follow the examples of his faithful people, to live a life of witness for Christ Jesus. Amen.